PC or mobile? Game Pass, yeah. You have to. On mobile. Uh, free to play or pay to play? Uh, pay to play. You're listening to Level Up with Melissa Zalou. So today on the show, we have Neil Miretsky, who is the CEO of Gamers, to join us. Thank you very much for being here, Neil. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, so maybe let's just start off with you telling us a little bit about yourself. So you're obviously super involved in the game industry, particularly in Israel. How did you how did you get into this space? Well, it's complicated, but in general, I have uh, my own studio mm-hmm. where we make uh, games and videos for uh, companies like outsource uh, game designer and game producer. Uh, but before it, I was uh, a part of a video game channel. Okay. Something like MTV, but for uh, games. Okay. So it's not interactive. Ju- you just see reviews and what okay. we can call today YouTube. Mm-hmm. But it was <laughs> by another there. name. Yes, by another name. It wasn't uh, on- online. It was mm-hmm. uh, like a regular TV channel, traditional. And uh, when YouTube came and stuff changed and the stock market fall and everything happened, uh, we shifted to to do game to make games. And also in the same time, the Israeli industry started to. Develop. To develop and to, to becoming an industry out of a community or something like this. So the Israeli game industry was a community and it's now... It's still a community, mm-hmm. but now it's also have an, their own industry. It's a community with an industry. Okay. And why did you decide that you wanted to support this industry? And why get involved in kind of... Or tell us first, maybe tell us a little bit about Gamers um, and then and okay. why you think it's important. So Gamers is, is an association. It's like an NGO, NPO, depends where, where you are. And uh, it's based on volunteers and transparency, mutual aid. It's like a, a kibbutz of, of people that want this Israel to be a good place for the gaming industry or okay. a good uh, like a, you know, platform. Platform. Mm-hmm. So when we started, we were a small community. Well, I say we started, but I wasn't there in the beginning. Okay. Uh, it was a community of 50, 70 people. They uh, dreamed about working in the gaming industry, but when was it? How many years ago? Twelve years ago. Wow. And then um, they like you know everybody went. Some people work in AMPM, some people work in uh, I don't know Amdocs, but they didn't make games. Some maybe few make games for HTML games and for uh, portals and websites. But uh, we had uh, like a good uh, good luck, and um, the App Store thing suddenly happened, and also (laughs) Facebook. Mm And uh, it suddenly gave the chance for small groups, even uh, individuals, to make their own games in the garage. We called it in the mamad. <laughs> and uh, in the bomb shelter. Yes, bomb shelter uh, companies. And uh, immediately it became uh, some of them immediately became successful, and it was like you know a blue ocean. Nobody mm-hmm. they, they wouldn't co- compete with almost anyone. Um, and uh, it's developed and developed and every, everything changed and monetization and, and ad, wo- ad networks and stuff. And suddenly uh, it became a business and um, maybe in two, three years, uh, suddenly we have like hundreds of companies and uh, some of them very successful, sex- successful enough. So people will look after them and want, want to be like them. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, the, like the, the funnel of, of becoming an industry suddenly emerged uh-huh. and we were in the good place 
to be with, with that happening. Uh, some of it was like, some of it were uh, luck, mm -hmm. and some of it because we we, we, we worked hard. Yes. So I'm not sure. Maybe it will happen anyway without us, but it felt like it's coming up together. And what are the what are the kind of key goals for for gamers? Why why does it exist? Yeah. So because we in the in the beginning there was no experience and almost no uh, professional uh, human resources. So uh, we want, we started with we want to educate or to to uh, to naturate mm -hmm. I would say yes the, the the people that want to move from other industries to into this gaming one, into gaming so we brought some uh, good uh, speakers and we made uh, a lot of conferences and meetups and we we did meetups before the world meetup was exist and <laughs> we did uh, this year is our tenth global game jam which is like a hackathon but we did it before the world hackathon was exist we we called game jam. Nobody because did there was no other way. Yes, right. and we didn't know there's going to be all over. But so, but we, we, we met up for three days to make games. Sounds fun. Mm. Let's do it. And at the time, sorry, at the time where there are lots of obviously Israel's famous for having a lot of R and D uh, talent, mm -hmm. um, a lot of kind of engineering talent here. Was a, was it a case of, or someone once told me that a game developer is like an R and D developer with a passion for making games? Yes, it's exactly that. Um, so was it a case of kind of a lot of Israeli, um, you know, developers who's doing maybe working in high tech, maybe even working in cyber or whatever it is, suddenly saying to themselves, "Wait, I could have a career out of making games, or I could do this thing that I love to do in my spare time, or that I dream about doing." Exactly, it was like this, but you, you need to think about that the, the salaries was much lo lower mm -hmm. back then. Today, you can make a lot of money or like a good, to get a good uh, salary out mm -hmm. of making games, but until three, four years ago, in the same position, you can get, you, you, you usually get less. So games used to be more of a passion project than they are today. Yes. Now they're more commercial. Yes, but not only, well, part of it is because of that. Part of it because of what happened to the industry, like big companies and the... Uh, uh, com big companies um, fighting on good uh, human resources, mm -hmm. so the salaries were going up. And uh, maybe read last week, last day, yesterday, was an um, article about uh, Atletica's employee getting salary for not working. Yes, yes, uh, which is a good story and mm -hmm. it's kind of true. And, uh, and suddenly everything changed. But in the beginning, people do it more for their passion, more for the like their heart. And this is maybe why we're why a good community because all the people are in together for a good cause. Mm -hmm. For them, it's a good cause. You know, it's like making movies, but you can earn money out of it. <laughs> it's like right. It's culture and it's tech, tech together, mm -hmm. content and tech together. Now, a lot of people came out of other industries, but I know by name the three people that went back to high tech. Right. So people are not going back usually, oh, especially the successful one, of course. Mm -hmm. And uh, people are moving from company to company or building their own another very like um, uh, key thing is that people are trying to make their own game mm -hmm. so it's like very similar to the IT uh, industry in this angle where people have their own idea and they want to do this one and not other other ones so they don't want to work for someone else they want they to want work to, for themselves, yeah, for themselves or, or to be part of the core group that's right. making the game and uh, we can see like Jelly Button, for example, there were five people very passionate and like, become a huge company. And, mm -hmm. and got acquired. And got acquired. So this is like a balance between what you want to do and how much you want to influence mm -hmm. on this. And uh, now you can kind of easily 
moved from company to company because there was a lot of uh, opening positions. But mm-hmm. oh, I have heard though that there's a, there's a, a large portion of kind of the the development work at big Israeli gaming companies is actually outsourced to kind of uh, um, you know very different. Do you think it's um, do you think it's a shame that kind of d- game developers in Israel are perhaps not getting the jobs they would want to because uh, bigger gaming companies are going for cheaper labor elsewhere? Well, I don't think it's a shame because it's uh, all the industries have this problem mm-hmm. and uh, outsource is a problem and a solution. Um, I think we need to to keep the balance between people that are that like the good people or the good uh, professionals. Uh, getting uh, jobs mm-hmm. in a higher salary and then running the thing and running the products and uh, in the same time using uh, like cheaper uh, human resources out there but uh, when you do a project with an outsourced company uh, you can also feel the um, difference the cons you know the cons in it mm-hmm. it's not only the price is it's very easy to, to go with the price but it's not exactly the quality it's the, it's very hard to control it's very hard to maintain the, the connection, especially if it's not the, the same time zones. And uh, what big companies do is are se- sending someone from Israel, for example, to sit to over manage, there right. and manage it. And it's very hard to do it if you're a small company. And even if you're a bigger company, usually the R&D, the, the game design, is kept in Israel, which is like the core of the, mm-hmm. of the g- game develop thing, uh, industry. And, um, and then, like the jewelry is, is still here, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not like we didn't send it over, or we didn't sell our souls. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. It depends on the company. Right. Um, there's this there's this urban legend that the Nordic game community is sort of very um, supportive one to the other. Mm-hmm. They like to help each other. Is the same true here? True. Uh, especially also because you know Israel's a small country. The gaming community here is also presumably quite small. Or at least very tight knit. Uh, is there are they sort of super competitive, or is there much more a sense of wanting to help each other and grow the whole industry? Yes, it's it's a it's a very uh, cooperative industry. Uh, maybe the only exception is the big companies that are fighting on, on human resources. But out out than that, it's like every all the Israeli companies against the world. You know, mm-hmm. you have the App Store, you have the, the, like the top one hundred. It's almost impossible for you to fight someone another Israeli on the same spot right it's not the same game it's not the same spot it's happened but it's rare right. and even then uh, it's you have like all the world to to um, to market to mm-hmm. it's not the Israeli customers that are going right. to make the Israeli difference. market's not gonna not gonna move not the needle market, yes, right so maybe it's a good test market some, sometimes so um, yes it's we, we can see it on all the meetups the the game jams you can see in the game jam uh, like a CEO working for a student mm. in the project. You can see uh, people successing in, in a game and two weeks later make a presentation in a meetup to, to, to explain how, how they, they hack the, the marketing or how they uh, like get a feature on, on iOS or something and uh, the phone numbers are like moving in WhatsApps from people to people. Uh, the secret phone numbers of, of uh, important <laughs> of the people, people like Google. Yes, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, not Google, not Google. No, okay. <laughs> so uh, we had an event with Google yesterday. So. Okay. Full uh, disclosure. Yes. So uh, yes, it's it's super uh, super cooperative and super um, and also uh, Finland, for example, is a very good example for a similar country with similar 
אלא תופסים אליו קרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקרקר
oversmalting uh, chutzpah and stuff and uh, cutting uh, in line, in line <laughs> but in a good way you know? right and doing trying to be very efficient in, in a very small time and working with a low budget and to make bigger things right it fits a lot with the indie kind of mentality yes also. even the big the big companies have the same you know this this, this there is a bigger discussion on uh, crunch time in uh, in the gaming industry is this is crunch time is necessary maybe it's uh, like uh, maybe they are abusing the the, the developers and when the crunch time is like two weeks it's okay but if it's five months mm -hmm. it's not crunch time it's like crazy right work. it's so just burnout it's burnout exactly so uh but i think the israeli know how to start it too too late but then to to, <laughs> to make, make, up, to the make time. up the time so in general it's better mm -hmm. to so i like it better it works for you it works for me um speaking about maybe differences and then things that unite developers um gamers covers i you know console, PC, mobile, presumably also AAA, casual, yeah. and all of the, the kind of the whole array of different uh, game types you have, that you have out there. What are some of the differences that you notice between different members who, who kind of are, are developing different kinds of games, what they're looking for, what they need, what they struggle with? Well, um, mo most of the industries around mobile games, uh, they are very uh, like uh, diverse. You can find people that are making hardcore games for mobile and uh, super casual games, of course, and and everything in the middle. Uh, but you can find a lot of, especially indie uh, guys, that are working on PC games or console games. Or now it's easier to make a PC game that will be compatible for, for consoles mm -hmm. too, especially in Windows 10, but also in PlayStation. And uh, using engines like Unity or something, it's, it's more much more easier to, to do it. Yeah. So you can find it like the more the um, I think it's more the artistic games or games that have more heart inside. Maybe I can say you will you will not find like a match tree that's going to consoles. You know? mm -hmm. There are some, but that it's rare. You can find it's rare and making money maybe, but it's not the, the, the like the the bigger side of the industry. Mm -hmm. And indie games we have tens of Israeli companies that are working on indie games, unique special amazing you know you can see that the diamond uh, blinking inside mm -hmm. some of them still need to to find it. it but another good thing that happened to the industry at all not in Israel especially is that there are new and different uh, marketing options for indie games and you can go to bigger audience easily uh, much cheaper if you have a good game a good product uh, you you can find a way do you think that um, that's the key? That making sure that if your product is good, you'll be okay. Or do you think mm. you have to spend money today with the, the the industry the way it is, as competitive as it is? You need to be able to put money behind it. Well, you need a lot of luck and a very very good game to do it without any marketing. Mm -hmm. But you, we can see it every few months something happened and it's okay. Uh, like we have now um, a small, very small um, company called the Loanbot, an mm -hmm. Israeli company like two brothers and a friend and they made a game called uh, Infinity Room it's a very super casual game mm -hmm. but it's amazing and they in a few days they like explode all over the both Android and iOS and they got featured like natively in for two weeks in wow. iOS and it's very simple game but you cannot stop playing, stop playing it and, uh, and uh, it's, they made it on Game Maker it's not even a, a big engine or something it's just 
good gameplay mm -hmm. and it's very uh, fine-tuned what is good what makes a great game well it's a, like I a general question <laughs> but i don't know it's like a combination of stuff but when you play a good game you, you know. know it's a good game you can you can even uh, don't like the the genre or or the gameplay or whatever but you can you can feel it you understand that it's tapping into something compulsive in you yes yes it's like it's it's, it's reaching you in and uh, maybe it's the story the graphics the gameplay of course um speaking of kind of developing for different um kind of different goals you're one of the hats the other hats that you wear is, is this agency where you're producing games um for for different companies how does that differ when you're when you're kind of producing a game for uh, a tv show or to teach someone about diabetes or whatever it might be how is that different from let's say creating a game just because you want to create a fun experience for a single player or you want to create competition for a team of players well it's it's uh, different there are a lot of differences first I don't take any chances okay. in general well if I, I like uh, calculate the budget and then mm. ask for the right price if the game will not be successful it, like I don't need to, to worry about it okay mm. maybe I have some percentage on, on you know on this but in general I don't have but but so but the other side of it is that uh, it's not exactly my game because a lot of decisions that I will take differently if it was my game I need to take as my client mm -hmm. want to sometimes with good reasons sometimes because the that's what they other want. reasons yes so it's can kind of frustrated sometimes and in the other way it's like uh, when i do something uh, with a tv show and i get the like the back of of a tv channel mm -hmm. uh, backing me up so it could be a big hit and then i like it's like um, having uh, like i don't know uh, it's a thrill it's really yes. It's like I, I I have my it's like I use my own hands, but I have a superpower. Uh -huh. you know, I do nice. the same thing, but something big is happening mm -hmm. from the same thing. So uh, it's uh, and then when I do like a game for a museum, for example, so uh, the game is very um, uh, programmed or developed to be something very specific. Mm -hmm. But if I see kids playing it and running in the museum and then everything is amazing and, it's wonderful. and they are left and they stay in the museum for two hours more than usually <laughs> and whatever, so I can feel like I did my, my, my stuff and I did whatever I, I had to do for it to work. So I got different, but all the time, you know, I have this um, drawer project, mm -hmm. I don't know the right word for it in English, this project that I want to do and just say I just need two weeks without any clients and I will uh, work on do it. You, do you ever work on it? No, <laughs> I, do it, I do it with movies. Uh -huh. uh, we do our own uh, kind of movie and now we're working on a project but uh, not on a, not on games. It's like it's much you need to commit for a longer time, much more money. Passion projects take passion exactly. and commitment. Um, what do you think is, is maybe one of the, you know, you've said that the game industry Speaking about passion, you said the game industry kind of started as a as a as a, pa a place of passion, right? Um, people just wanted to to make games, and suddenly they had the tools to do it easily by themselves and for themselves. Now that it's a business, um, the stakes are obviously different. What do you think is maybe one of the kind of the most pressing, critical issue facing the game industry today? Well, the the the, the, the bigger the bigger the biggest problem. Well, the, f the biggest problem today is, the, is, is uh, discovery and uh, and marketing, which is the s two sides of the same coin. Mm -hmm. 
it's very hard to compete. It's very hard to go to a bigger audience. I'm talking about mostly casual games and the, the, the like the regular games. Indie games, it's also true, but it's different. Um, also, you know, for a company that make casual game, they uh, putting in a, a lot of effort, and then they, they need to get a lot of uh, profits to cover the costs. Indie game could earn few thousand of dollars a month and it could mm, be happy. Very happy. So it's, it's, it's not the same thing to compare, but in general the problem is that you need to be a brighter, larger, better game, or, or mar better marketer mm -hmm. game, um, to get a bigger audience. And um, it's, it's very hard because you have only two big... Um, Channels. Yes, I, I, I would say like a, in, a, in a store. Storefronts. Mm -hmm. Storefronts. Yeah. You have only two big storefronts, maybe three, and then uh, you need to find a way how, how to shine, how to be there, and uh, it's very hard. And even if you have a good product and, uh, and good people and everything is okay, you, you, it's not a promise for you to succeed. Right. How often do you see game developers kind of um, try, fail, and then continue trying, continue creating games, continue trying to get noticed even if they don't have big marketing budgets? It, it's, it's all the time. It's like, this is, the, this is this. This is this, it. Yes. Well, you, if you think about the high-tech companies, so they like if they have this hardware they're developing, it could take a few years for mm -hmm. them to understand they are failing or they are competitors that already did it or whatever. And then after five, four years, they're closing the company or getting acquired for not enough money. And then they're going on to the next project. In the gaming industry, it could happen after six months. Mm -hmm. So uh, you, you, we have a lot of, uh, like one of the good things about it, which could also be good, bad, it's that the games are going out when they are in a better phase. And then it's, it's a test, but real people are playing right. the test. So it's, you know, but in general, it's, it's more it's, agile. It's more agile and the games can be could be better because they get uh, real-time uh, updates. updates and real-time uh, uh, reviews mm -hmm. that change them all the time. You, you will never play the same game again uh, twice. <laughs> if you wait like two months, it's not the same game, right. most, most of them. And if a game is profitable, it will be there. And when, th when it starts to be profitable, they will kill it because they don't need to, to waste resources on it. You can see Candy Crush still getting new levels after a few years mm -hmm. because a lot of people are still playing it and paying money but right. uh, all the, all, uh, like as long as uh, it's uh, more uh, profitable to still make levels and then to buy the users to acquire the users so it will, will go on mm -hmm. but one day it will be closed and then you will could then you walk it. away right and you cannot okay. never go back to it because the servers will be down and like it's, it's vanished it's not a book Mm -hmm. you can find on a second-hand uh, <laughs> which is a sad right um, one of the differences though between high-tech companies that can kind of that will work for a few years on a product and then if it, if it doesn't succeed um, that 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 cycle right of, mm -hmm. of failure or success is much longer but that's also because they're able to get um, funding whereas it feels like in the game industry that's much less common um, you have big acquisitions for sure after you have massive companies that yeah, have shown that they it's can rare, it's rare. but it's rare and and certainly kind of vc funding or angel funding is even rarer, is, is <laughs> even rarer right yeah. um why why do you think that is i mean it has advantages i'm sure because sure. as you said it pushes developers to kind of iterate faster move on try the next thing yes. on the other hand you you will never know how many kind of great games died because sure, sure. you know they needed a, an influx of capital sure. uh, well the first problem is that uh, VCs especially in Israel are not investing in content 
and uh, gaming uh, for once is, is a content industry mm. the, the technological uh, aspect of gaming it's not the main issue you can do you can use engine and then you, you know all the tech all the code it's very similar to other one well with the content differences mm-hmm. so when you go to uh, like the Madonna Rashid the chief scientist chief scientist and you want to get uh, invest from the company from the government they will say we don't you can't invest in in games you want right. maybe go to the movie fund mm. and ask for money and you, today you they don't understand the game kind of model yeah it's not fitted to their model right and uh, but now when they see amazing inquiries we hope we are working on a big uh, report they're going to come out in a few weeks mm-hmm. with Deloitte and uh, Startup Nation Central and Kaiden, which is a VC mm-hmm. uh, that, that do invest in games. In games. And uh, together we, we like collected a lot of data on, on the Israeli industry and on Finland and Poland, Poland uh, industries to compare them and to help the decision makers to see the big picture and understand the hundreds of millions of dollars and mm. opportunities ah. <laughs> over there. And this maybe the one of the special things about it that people that get uh, the benefits out of it are not only the regular high-tech people but also uh, screenwriters, uh, scriptwriters and musicians and uh, artists it's an industry that touches other industries exactly and, and gives them the, the you know the bigger benefit of, of high-tech which is you know israel is like the, the high-tech is the uh, the first plan i'll call it the it's the it's the, the main event <laughs> yes the main uh, the main dish mm-hmm. and uh, other industries are only Circle it, mm-hmm. but this giving people the chance to get uh, the same uh, salary, the same uh, benefits, benefits, the same career trajectory. Yes, and doing something they like, mm-hmm. uh, not need to work for for evil. I don't want to say gambling, but you know, and uh, and that's what happens. It's amazing. It's like it's a good thing, mm-hmm. and um, this is like the problem and the solution. Right. They don't know how to do it, but I think it, 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 it will be. It will, be, be, be it will improve. It will improve. Sure. So um, this is my 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 final question. How do you see the the game industry evolving over the next five years, both let's say in Israel and and outside? Well, uh, five years is like forever. forever. Like, let's talk about five. You years. can you can give me the the next year if yes, you want. Yes. Well, I can see trends. Uh, in general, what hap- what is happening? The good one of the good, uh, like the better uh, trends, is that um, gambling companies understand that uh, the regulation are um, closing on them, mm-hmm. and there are less money coming from gambling, so they are moving to gaming, but not a uh, gaming uh, like the laundering the world gambling to gaming as they <laughs> did, and they acquiring uh, gaming companies that making real good games, and uh, using their knowledge in uh, user acquisition and monetization. To make money out of entertainment, right? So you can, we can see we can saw it in a, like in Platica before when they bought by Sears, um, Caesars, not by Sears, Caesars, Caesars right? And you can Slight see difference. Uh, now uh, as they call this name is uh, uh, the Australian company that bought Plarium. Forget the name in a moment. It'll come to you. Yeah, the aristocrat. The aristocrat. Mm. I, I remember the joke and. Uh, so uh, they acquired them. It's, it's a physical manufacturer of slot machines <laughs> that understands there are no There's one no nowhere no like horizon mm-hmm. to, to expand. And they say let's let's expand to regular games. We know how to acquire users. Let's do it. Let's use it. So we can see this um, expense of 
the gaming, regular gaming industry over the gaming industry, which is amazing, I think, for the for entire the entire planet, for the world, for the world, and um, we can see uh, the the indie uh, the indie games getting more and more uh, like bigger part of the gaming uh, culture, mm -hmm. which is again good because until a few years ago, uh, a better game was with better graphics using more computer power and uh, being uh, like more expensive right and today you can more money meant more, more better games whereas now yes and not the best idea the best gameplay the, the unique uniqueness and now we can see a very clear um, trend of like the old school gamers are not going if you want to call yourself a gamer you are not playing only AAA games you also play indie games mm -hmm. and you know all about the creators and it's like it's a culture and not only a, a hobby right uh super interesting thanks for sharing that with us and thank you for being here on the podcast with india indie or triple a indie iaps or ads ads casual or strategy strategy pc or mobile can't answer you have to I'm mobile. uh free to play or pay to play uh pay to play hmm. ios or android Android, for sure. <laughs> landscape or portrait? Uh, landscape. Unity or native? Unity. 3D or 2D? Mm, 2D. Super Mario or Sonic? Super Mario. <laughs> AR or VR? Uh, VR. Shower or bath? Oh, uh, shower. Mm, good answer. <laughs>